Jared Kintz once said, It's amazing how nostalgia filters out all the bad and only focuses on the good. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing in this episode. We're going to be remembering these old discontinued toys, chocolates or cartoons that we used to eat and play with our friends and just only focus on the good with by all the bad things happening around us. But before we begin, if this is the first time here, I share relatable stories every week on this podcast to help you never feel bored again. Make sure you subscribe to never miss out on future episodes. And with that being said, let's get into today's episode. I want to tell you something, okay? I want you to imagine. I want you to imagine if there was a place where you could be, where you could play your favorite games, whether it be on your console, your PC, your mobile games, your Xbox, wherever it be. You could play your favorite game of your choice on your favorite platform for how much ever long you wanted to play. There was not going to be a single person to stop you or say a single word to you regarding to stop you for your health. What if you could eat every single food in the world that you wanted and, and an abundance of it there were, and you would, you would really like have that feeling of gluttony that eating too much good food. And what if you felt that feeling, that freedom and, and, you, and what if I told you in that place Somebody was willing to give you enough money so that you could buy all the junk food in the world to satisfy your your nine-year-old image of mind with all those chips, colas, candies. What if I told you there was such a place? Well, there was such a place which I'm talking about for me in my childhood. When I was younger, and I'm against this still there's a place still exists. I'm talking about my grandmother's house specifically. Whenever there was summer vacations or big breaks from our school. My mom used to, I used to pack my consoles, like it's easy, right? You just you know, plug the plug and play consoles into the television. So I used to pack my consoles and I used to go to my grandmother's house. And so the funny thing was, so it's like I used to go for weeks and months at a time, right? And the funny thing was, my grandmother, grandmother was least bothered about what I did. So it was like I had a green card, unlike at home where I had to play for one hour, two hours or three hours stops, right? But over there, I could literally get up at 10 a.m. in the morning, 11 a.m., 12 a.m., like p.m., like I can sleep however long I want, right? It's not a thing. I could sleep for however long I want. I could literally start playing in the morning and not take a break till 10 a.m. in the night. Like for like that's 12 hours straight, right? For morning. I could do whatever I wanted. I used to literally speed run games. That was that that was the days, right? Of course, now I don't do it. It's uh, unhealthy for health. And if you've been hearing previous episodes, you know that is come from this is come from that. Is if you're understanding what I'm trying to say. But yeah, and then the thing was, she, and then she used to spoil me, right? Like in a good way, right? I get the intention, right? She used to give me this money very frequently and she used to say, yeah, just buy whatever you want. And then I used to go with my younger brother down to the grocery store, the general store back there. I used to buy tons of chips, chocolates, candy, sodas. And this was a time of a life, right? We really adored and this time really hits me, you know, like having this freedom and, you know, like satisfying all these childish de- desires that you had as a small child. And as for food, you know, like my, my the grandmother used to make delicious food, all, all types of food cuisines and she used to just, and there used to be abundance of it, right? She, she would literally make so much quantity that you would never run out of it, right? There was just so much you could overeat, you know, like that, that, that was the thing. And I really loved this place. And I hope there's, uh, like when I'm saying the story and this thing that I had in my childhood that I really uh, loved that I had this, you know, this story. I hope some of you had this place as well, like if, whether it be your own mom who used to treat you this way or your grandparent or your relatives, right? There's always this one place in our families or our relatives or our friend's house where we get treated this way or where this happens to us, right? We really enjoy, right? So that's what I'm trying to say. So without any further ado, I've organized this episode into different categories of different stuffs from our childhood, right? So it can be uh, your cartoons, it can be your toys, it can be your uh, lots of different stuff, right? And I'll show you all the different stuff. Okay, 
if i have this uh, pictures available for the thing that i'm talking about they will be on the screen right here again if you're listening to the audio version you pretty much have such a strong sense of imagination that you won't even need the pictures but for you listening on video i have the pictures here as i'm going through them and let's begin let's first talk about edibles right i want to first talk about the pepsi this thing called pepsi no 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 i don't know i'm not talking about this this bottled pepsi that coca cola pepsi no no i'm not i'm not talking about that Since we are talking about nostalgia, I'm talking about this very thin plastic uh, Pepsi that is called. It it was the thin, and the pictures will be on screen. So you know what I'm talking about. It was basically a one rupee, right? And it was uh, it was usually of orange, black, black, white, all these flavors, right? What it was is basically it was water frozen, and it was flavored with the different flavors like your orange. and all your lime and all the other flavors so and basically i can't it's 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 a it's a very hard to think right because you know how much time you have uh, you know like asked that one rupee from your parents and after school from the uh, outside the store outside your school you used to buy that and you just keep sucking on it it was a different time you know like all the, i don't know what that bottle was made up of but the the experience the bonding experience that you had with your friends you know walking together from school and you know just sucking on that piece of thing it was completely phenomenal and the reason and this hits me differently too because other people might have still just had like one rupee and had to buy this from their shop but mine was different right i had a literally i had an uncle who used to produce these right he definitely lived far away from me but whenever i visited him he had this whole system set up in his house where he used to literally produce these things right he had all the plastics in which he has to seal it he has had the ice he had all the huge uh, containers full of that uh, flavored mixtures the uh, flavors you know and he used to literally make it in front of me and whenever i used to go to his house for me visiting or some vacation or something i used to have a literally abundance of supplies like infinite he had this huge freezer inside his house where it was filled like it was literally filled with these pepsis and i could take as many as i wanted how many i wanted like of course my throat wasn't feeling too good after sucking on it too much and my mouth started paining but just knowing that i have an entire freezer full of pepsis at my disposal right I was the luckiest man in the world, and I definitely came to know the process behind making this one rupee Pepsi. If you know what I'm trying to say, I want to talk about Kinder Joy as well. Now, I mean, everybody knows Kinder Joy, and you might be saying right now, Ryan, what are you talking about? What Kinder Joy? What is nostalgia? Right? It's been from the beginning, and it's the same. And you know, but no, no, no. I mean, you didn't understand where I was coming from. Let me explain. The Kinder Joy you see today, and the one that is portrayed in ads, is different, right? It has this plastic covering on the top, and it has this uh, aluminium foil in the middle, and it has a plastic top on one side, and it has a uh, white cream, and then two chocolate ball covered balls uh, inside it. But no, 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 I'm not talking about that, right? I'm talking about this rather very old or very special edition Kinder Joy, wherein it was covered in chocolate, right? It was covered in chocolate. That's different, right? It was covered in aluminium foil, but after you open it, the entire thing is covered in chocolate, right? A hollow chocolate. and once you eat that hollow chocolate there is a yellow color capsule inside that thing and once you again pictures are on screen uh, once you open the yellow capsule you can see the toys and the manuals are inside that i'm talking about that kinder joy so if you have ever bought it in your childhood you know what kinder joy i'm talking about right it was very special i don't know how many of you have actually experienced it if you have experienced it if you have drop a like on this video to let me know that you also have have had that experience of unboxing a special kinder joy you know on brand new Let's keep these edibles aside. Right? How much, how much childish stuff and chips you're going to have, right? Let's move on to something much better. Let's talk about cartoons and anime. First, I want to cover is Dragon Ball Z. I mean, first it was Dragon Ball, then Dragon Ball Z, then Super, then Heroes. I think Heroes is currently airing, and then the series is beautiful, right? It doesn't stop. It is still airing right now. Plus, tons of movies are regarding it, you know. I feel like when I was small, right? I I I don't remember which channel this used to come on. I think it was Cartoon Network. I still I think Heroes comes on Cartoon Network in India, 
at uh, 10 a.m. post 10 a.m. in the night. 10 p.m. in the night. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is, I remember the cartoons in a childhood was so good, you know. Uh, Dragon Ball Z and you know it used to come and I, I really genuinely enjoyed Dragon Ball used to be coming back then I think and then uh, when I got a bit older Z was uh, currently airing anyway so this was beautiful cartoon back then right beautiful anime was going on right and this brings me to Naruto as well Naruto definitely stopped right uh, Naruto was there and then Naruto Shippuden was there and then yeah they definitely completed the series and some movies along there here and there and now Baruto is airing currently but yeah I remember in my childhood watching Naruto on television it was you know this was a cartoon which we people from the 2000s grew up watching right and that was such beautiful cartoon cartoons you know but these days the cartoons is just I mean it's first of all just overly animated I, I hate the animation these days and all the accents right first of all uh to the kids I think in India watch cartoon in Hindi right and the the way these voice acting is done in Punjabi and the weird accents is just like very cringy it's not even like it's it, they just ruined cartoon right just imagine like what if our today's kids like 2010s and all the 2015s and all this stuff kids grew up watching Naruto and Dragon Ball on television right but I don't think it airs right now you have to go to these sites like Crunchyroll and all these other anime platforms to watch these things let's talk about Ben 10 right Ben 10 is like I know everybody knows Ben 10 right I think some of the girls have watched it too right Ben 10 was a personal favorite of mine right I'm talking about the one made by Man of Action right the original series Ben 10, Ben 10 Alien Force, Ultimate Alien and then the Omniverse so that was beautiful, right? They just always made it better than the before, better than the before, right? Very simple, you know, like a storyline, right? And they're coming after the Omnitrix and all that stuff. And with every series, they basically added little by little, right? If, assume the Benton started with the Omniverse, right? With yeah, he have him having access to millions of aliens. It would be confusing, right? But the fact that they started with Ben 10, 10 aliens, tops. And then they started adding your new aliens, right? Your cannonball and your other, the 112 aliens at a time. And then your alien force, more aliens. And then ultimate alien, right? Ultimate form of those aliens. And then your omnibus, right? So they basically, it's such a beautiful, you know, such a beautiful cartoon that I genuinely love. And let's talk about the Benton that's airing today, right? The Benton, I don't know what, who made this one. Childish animation. Hate the voiceover, first of all. And it's just, and they just redesigned all the, uh, you know, existing aliens and it's just horrible like if you ask me i would like what is the problem it's, even if you like this you know like making new things that takes effort and all that right and when people clearly hate this new one see i guess the people who have watched the og like us you know like in our childhood we love the previous one we so we know but <laughs> i feel like the the target audience that they're trying to cover with the new benton is young kids and if the young kids haven't watched the original version they are just going to love it because you know what appeals to young kids, right? Which is not, uh, it is not very complicated animations like your Goku and Naruto, right? That is still a very complex form of cartoon. I'm calling it cartoon, it is anime. But for uh, children, it's more appealing for, uh, you know, like these very childish uh, animations, very simple animations and very funny voices. But still, we, I, I'm saying this right now, but we as childhood, we did watch all these animes, right? So I don't understand this point of how this era of cartoons has changed. Let's talk about Courage the Cowardly Dog. I mean, Courage the Cowardly Dog was just like, it was special, right? Because it was one of the kind. The the expressions in the show was completely wacky, right? It was so exaggerated. You could see the way he laughed and the sounds and some of the thing was really sketchy, you know, like aliens, drugs, and you know, like some other, like very, very sketchy stuff in the show. And it was very grim, I would say. It was definitely very weird if you're letting your child watch it because it was like very, but it was funny. It was a good kids cartoon, I would say, but it was definitely different than all of the other cartoons that exist, existed in the era around it. So I would give that one a special badge for being different. Let's talk about a Johnny Bravo. 
Now, Johnny Bravo was all I, I can say he was a fan favorite. All the boys literally adored him because he was one of the coolest. He had the build, you know, like, and he always attracted all the girls, right? He was the cool guy all of us looked up to. He had the charisma, he had the confidence, you know. So he was a personal favorite, right? In terms of a role model to look up to, right? I would say, I would, I'm pretty sure all boys at that time watching Johnny Bravo must be like, I want to be Johnny, Johnny Bravo, right? You know, like, let's talk about Richie Rich, okay? And I feel like this might be the, the oldest cartoon, right? One of the oldest cartoons I can remember, right? Cartoons go back to almost 1900s, 50s, and whenever the cartoon started. But I'm talking about 2000, right? I was born in 2003, so I'm talking about the 2000 specifically and all the cartoons till 2010 that we watched. I feel like after seven years, I we pretty much stopped watching cartoons. We still watch anime, right? Anime is like adult cartoon, you could say. I'm not talking about the explicit one, but I'm just saying something that we still watch, right? I know the people who associate people with watching anime as kids are definitely close-minded, right? They just don't know this huge world of anime that is so so beautifully crafted storyline soundtrack characters they just don't know it right and they just like keep judging i i don't know these people and i hate these people uh, as i was talking about richie rich beautiful you know like i just love the animation the simple storyline him being rich and you know like all these people trying to rob money from him it was like a home alone home alone kind of stuff right and you know like the how he was rich every i just loved it I don't know how many years old it is, but I can't remember a lot of it, right? But I genuinely love that cartoon from the bottom of my heart because it had a special place, right? Richie Rich. Uh, let's talk about Tom and Jerry. Now, I feel like this one is like, I don't care if you have watched any other cartoon on this list. I'm I'm 100% sure you have watched Tom and Jerry, right? It was like the staple, right? It was like the bread and butter, right? Like it was like, you're, you're like one of the compulsory cartoons. Such beautiful storytelling, right? Just uh, every episode is like your Tom, your Jerry, and Tom trying to, you know, like eat or kill Jerry or whatever that uh, plot was. And, you know, like Jerry messing with Tom again and again. It was beautiful, you know, like they barely talked. Simple animation, simple noises, and, you know, like very, very basic humor, right? Basic humor. You know, like when they are jumping off the cliff, they don't fall until you look down, right? And so you're getting the point. It was such a beautiful cartoon that I just, I would say it is a masterpiece. It is a hands down a masterpiece. Even if Tom and Jerry would be airing today, I would be so grateful. But I don't think it is on Cartoon Network, right? It is with the Cartoon Network today and all these Hangama, Disney Channel and all these other channels. I don't know what is airing these days. I genuinely don't like what is airing on Cartoon these days, right? Um, let's talk about Looney Tunes, right? Now, Looney Tunes, again, was very side-by-side -side to Tom and Jerry, right? Simple. Again, in this, you had the funny characters, your ducks, your all the other characters, you know, like on all this stuff. Love the short sketches basically in Looney Tunes between the characters and it was really funny, right? These all cartoons were genuinely very, very funny for their time and I feel they should be continuing on cartoon unless I'm oblivious and they are and I'm completely unaware of it, which you can let me know down in the comment section down below. <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about Thomas the Train, right? Thomas, Thomas Train, right? Kind of stuff. The blue train guy and he had other, other color trains basically, you know, like that show, right? I feel like if we remember that cartoon, I feel like the only thing that I can remember personally from that cartoon is Thomas AMC himself BS before, right? That mean. And I can't, I just, I, I feel like the show was good, right? The show was good for whatever, what, what, for whatever it was. But it doesn't get enough credit because the only thing f the far majority of us remember is that meme. That's it. We don't remember much on the show. And I'm, 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 I'm guilty myself. I genuinely don't remember much that happened on the show. Except them just connecting trains and singing along and just riding you know, and all that stuff. Let's talk about Bob the Builder. Now Bob the Builder was such a cute, small little character, right? With, he was, 
he was so skillful at this toolbox and he was just very skillful in whatever he did help the community around him such a simple basic show and i feel like he was the type of person who people would look up to creativity right how the bomb was a very skillful and creative guy right he was a builder he would definitely come up with very creative solutions to solve the particular plot and the problem in the episode so that was a great cartoon as well let's talk about kid versus cat i know there are tons of cartoons right and i still have just couple of cartoons more but i know because a million other people are going to watch this i know like you guys have also have grown up with your own childhood and you as a, you also have your own cartoons right i can only remember all the cartoons that i have watched and i can say but if you have any other cartoon that you think i might have missed the comment section is down below just let's make this comment section filled with nostalgia okay guys okay i was talking about kid versus cat and the cat is spelled with a k now this was very similar to if the plot was very similar to i'm not uh, ripping it off just take it with a grain of salt this plot was very similar to phineas and ferb phineas and ferb in the sense that uh, the kid was basically like uh, your phineas and ferb right who was doing the normal things right no 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 hold on hold on what i'm trying to say is basically the cat is always up to some mischief right and the cat is trying to destroy the world and all the different stuff which the villains do the kid on the other hand is trying to always stop the cat and the thing is the fact the cat is basically the <laughs> the kid's sister owns the cat and the sister is completely oblivious of the evil intentions of the cat and every single time they are never able to prove the kid is never able to prove the cat guilty of being evil to his sister and the cat always looks very innocent right that's the basic plot was so it was a good good show it used to come on disney xd i think but it doesn't anymore unfortunately but it was good again you want to try search some episodes watch it it was a beautiful cartoon it had a nice animation as well Let's talk about Kick Butowski. This was a good show, right? I love the animation. I love the straightforwardness of the lead character, Kick. His uh, risk attitude, dare, daredevil attitude. I love the show. I love the animation. Loved everything was how how the way the story was there. His sidekick, right, uh, Gunther, I think. Beautiful show. I ge- I generally loved it, right? I, I I definitely and his older brother, right? It was very relatable to me, kind of stuff. So I I definitely loved it. Um, let's talk about Mr. Oswald. Again, all the images are up on the screens. I hope you are getting a shot of nostalgia. Mr. Oswald was basically one of those blue octopus guys. I genuinely don't remember how old this cartoon is. I don't even remember watching this cartoon, except I just remember seeing the blue guy, the octopus guy. I have no idea what happened in that cartoon, except the fact that they must be walking around. <laughs> There were a lot of cartoons. I don't remember the name of. So again, I would love for you guys to help me down in the comment section down below. Let's talk about Teletubbies. Now again, Teletubbies is only known for its meme now. Okay, especially when Among Us is popular. Again, this might be coming out in January or February, so I don't know if Among Us survives till then. But anyways, they always compare the four uh, Teletubbies to Among Us and stuff. But Teletubbies again, a very basic show where you know, like uh, people in Teletubby costumes are running around, all that stuff on green hills and all that stuff. And there's a baby uh, face as a sun on the top, and then uh, the stomach of the Teletubbies is basically always, you know, like it displays something, and then you go inside it, they display something and kind of stuff, and then that's for the episode. So yeah, I mean that's all the cartoons that I can remember. Right, beautiful cartoons from the time. I guess see, you can judge people who watch Teletubbies, but I feel deep down we all did watch a little bit of Teletubbies. Right, it was very very old. Let's talk about TV shows now. Right. Now, for as far as I can remember, a very good TV show that I used to watch a lot every night when I was a child was Takeshi's Castle. Now, this was again one of those uh, elimination type shows, right? Which started with uh, all of different different challenges from the beginning with tons of people, and you have to survive, right? If you get eliminated, you get eliminated. Right? It's like a reduction from every round of people until the last round, and you know, like uh, again, pictures on the screen. 
you get a prize of i guess for the ending like it was like a battle royale type of game <laughs> kind of stuff right like uh there's this current game wherein you're playing with a water i don't know what what that game is called it comes on tv it's a tv show wherein you're jumping on obstacles everything is water it's like water splash kind of game and you get money for coming first but anyways takeshi's castle was really good for its time beautiful idea let's talk about power rangers right now power rangers was like i feel like almost every boy i don't know if girls watch this time assume they do did i genuinely love power rangers right i genuinely looked up to power rangers a lot if you heard a previous episode of mine i told you like in the, some creativity episode that how i used to genuinely make their all these watches and all their you know like all their flip phones and whatever the thing they had you know like of transforming things i genuinely love the show right and the thing was that it is such a huge franchise here right because and they have so many shows right spd mighty morphin ninja dino samurai space and what not right there's so many series of power rangers beautiful storyline right again it seems childish right animation was definitely poor like if you see it now but when you're a child you're watching at the screen all these power rangers coming together which is basically showing unity strength becoming a big robot and trying to fight against a big alien kind of stuff right and then yeah they're moving slow it's like pacific rim kind of stuff but very old pacific rim kind of stuff the difference is pacific rim is just one big robot compared to other parts becoming one robot like the power rangers kind of stuff but you get the point and them fighting each other i genuinely love power rangers don't i i genuinely love power rangers and then you like how they were the standard colors red blue green yellow and all that stuff and then your white and black and golden all these were usually special colors in different series of your things kind of stuff i mean it was great i just i genuinely love whatever they did back then with power rangers <clears throat> let's talk about mad mad it was an art show i love this show genuinely i love the guy who used to, he he had this personality which is perfect for this art show that he ran i genuinely remember watching tons of this show in my childhood because it gave me the creativity that i needed right I, if i would have been a dumb person watching just random cartoon shows i would have been yeah i would be laughing entertained and funny but the fact that i watched uh, an art show like this definitely gave me It, it began my creative. Uh, uh, the, I think my art came on Mad came on uh, Pogo. But anyways, it definitely gave my brains rolling and keeping me creative. You know because he these channels basically show you how different types of crafts and arts and drawings are done, and they make it very simple. So although you know the expectation was the reality, right? They show beautifully and easily made, and I used to make it. It always used to turn out horrible. But the important thing was trying, and I really had the fun in the process of making these in- intricate crafts, origamis, and drawings. and the last tv show that i want to talk about here is art attack right the indian version i, I feel like when i searched on google there were different faces popping up so i guess different regions have different art attacks uh, the uh, the representative for different regions but anyways the indian art attack the guy was again a very lovely guy and he loved that talking tree in the background when it came in the middle of scenes again i loved art attack he was also i think he was more recent compared to mad and i i love the show as well again it turns it turns up creative stuff can't believe like sometimes how much glue i wasted paper i wasted and hours i wasted in the afternoons when i was a child carefree right because when you're in school you don't have a lot of things to do and you used to watch these shows and you used to do craft it was one heck of a time to be a child you know let's talk about toys okay beyblades now uh, be- there are different types of beyblades i realized like there are there is this one standard beyblade series then there are other alternating beyblade series as well in which the uh, the lead character is different the dragons are different and all this stuff but i don't know if i'm whichever i'm calling is the one that is the main one anyways i think pegasus right if i say pegasus i think that would basically show the one that i'm talking about the series another beyblade one i'm talking about the pegasus one yeah basically that entire you know like photos on screen you know like having those actual metal beyblades and you know like let it drip you know i'm playing in this uh, you know like in the stadium 
having your you could buy these plastic stadium that used to come and i i remember playing spending so much money on beyblades buying different beyblades and you know you could like uh, because the part it was like very modular right you could put your own tip you can put your own the bottom part you can put your own shield you can put your own you know like cap on top of your stick because it was very customizable right so you should just play hours and hours in that stadium it was a different time if you know if you played beyblade in your childhood you know the fun you don't care how many times you put that inside you know that outcome might be different right i generally loved it let's talk about hot wheels I know how much money we all have spent all together on these small metal uh, cars, right? Now most of all, most of them might be just sitting in our storerooms and boxes somewhere in the house. But in the childhood, if one of your friends had a race track, <laughs> yeah, this is going somewhere. I'll tell you, if one of your friends had a race track, you genuinely enjoyed it. You know, like putting them. You know, like the ones, <clears throat> the Hot Wheels track that they showed in the television. You know, like how the cars going like this up and down. and on the this popping up that popping up it seemed very entertaining i'm i'm genuinely talking as a kid right now they it legit was very entertaining that brings me to another story that i want to share when i said that if one of your friends had a race track which you could play a hot wheels on then that actually made it a usable item otherwise it's very you know it becomes useless it's like you're just putting your you know like throwing your uh, hot wheels on the ground it's not fun you need an actual race track what happened was <clears throat> I remember once in my childhood when I was coming back from a long trip from some place I don't remember what I was coming back from the car I was really very sleepy I was returning back from a trip and I, I when I was coming back I stopped it was basically the my birthday right and uh, night before my birthday and I'm sleeping and I'm coming in very tired I stop by my one of my relatives place and the my relatives give me this huge box such a huge box they gift it to me in the car and I'm like okay I take this and I keep it because I'm too tired to see but you know as a child I want to open that pack uh, that box but car is not a good place so i just keep the box keep the box and i go to sleep and i go to sleep and i come home and then i realize well, we have reached home and then i just jump to my bed and i just like you know like fail you know toss off faint basically i sleep for a good old 12 hours and i wake up in the afternoon of the next day and then i'm hearing all these metal hot wheels cars banging on the bottom of my bed and uh, my uh, my brother and my cousin are playing i'm like, and then i'm thinking what is happening then I, while i'm trying to get up you know like i'm seeing what is happening i, I see on the corner the 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 wrap that the box my gift was uh, is uh, was covered in was basically you know like already torn apart and kept on the corner i'm like what happened and then like i just like look again like what through the other side and i see this huge hot wheels box and it has a literal race track right like i i don't know if i have the race track or i put up an image you know and it was a huge race track which went like this like this and it had a thing on the end with which when you when your car touches first it shows you and all that stuff so this is huge race track which I, and then i realized that these my friends and my cousins already unboxed my gift and already playing with my gift okay so anyway so i had this race track and i literally all my friends in the building you know came to my house we used to take my race track and play with the car so it was just fun playing with hot wheels let's talk about transformer toys transformer again is a huge franchise and i loved all the series and all i think the recent ones definitely are not as appealing as the original ones but anyways what i'm saying is uh, it was definitely a proud thing to have a toy which was very it's very complicated i'm not talking about the basic transformer toys i'm talking about the very complicated ones which have tons of you know like parts moving parts and you like have to move it for having a, i have a one on the screen which you'll understand to have it uh, turn into a car and then turn into a standing robot at the same time Let's talk about Bakugan toys. Now, when I said Bakugan, 
most i don't know if you are getting this i again have pictures on screen but bakugan was a beautiful i genuinely love this you know like they used to they used to have these balls on their wrist and just going on the top of your mind of how much i can remember i love the lead character and all that stuff right and they used to remove these balls and they used to put these cards down and they used to throw these balls and then they used to summon and they used to summon huge dragons beasts which they used to fight right that was beautiful like the cartoon was good even the toys the amount of effort and the creativity and the innovation has gone into these toys again these are very old what i'm talking about but the card the fact that the cards were there all these different cards in which you could put your toys the fact that these cards were magnetic and the bottom of your ball was magnetic that so that it didn't fly away but the fact that you could just throw it and the it would open you know like in like all of a sudden with all the wings and its head and you could play with your friends it was beautifully created toy and a beautifully created show and i genuinely loved it i hope as you're listening to these tv shows these cartoons these toys that you're getting mesmerized you know like imagining what it was to live in that childhood to play with these toys to watch these cartoons to experience all this stuff right Again, just going to experience more and more nostalgia by the end of this episode. And by the end of this episode, you'll be like, "I'm in Nirvana. It's just too much nostalgia. I can't handle it." Uh. Okay, let's talk about the fish toy, fishing toy. It was basically like uh, four circles, and they had uh, small fishes inside, and it was magnetic kind of stuff. And you had to, it was constantly moving, and you had to take this fishing rod, plastic fishing rod with a thread, and at the bottom there was a, a magnet, and you used to basically touch it, and you have to pull it out. Again, pictures on screen. The reason now, this is not a mainstream toy, right? A majority of you won't recognize this, but I definitely uh, felt like when we were children, a majority of the parents gifted us this or that wherever I put the image. This toy, right? This toy. I don't know why they thought this was a. This was one of the things that sold a lot for some reason. Let's uh, let's talk about Scoobies. Now, Scoobies again, uh, image on screen is basically threads, right? I don't know what the thread was made up of. I think it was um, rubber or something or plastic. Scoobies is not a toy necessarily, but since I did have a category for it, I put it here. It was basically uh, an accessory. So I just remember those days, like it was like a five, fifth or sixth grade or fourth grade, and I remember all of a sudden for some reason I don't know from where Scoobies blew up, but I remember the you having to like having these so many strings, and all of a sudden now you have to start learning how to do all these different knots and keep repeating those knots to make all these different shapes and you know, like this all that stuff. And then you know, like uh, put, and then you have to put this on your backpack and go. Again, this was madness. When the Scoobies blew up in our school, it was fine and all. But after a while, teachers found out that we are making Scoobies in the middle of our lectures and we are not studying. So I guess they banned it from you know, like bringing to school. And they didn't even want it to see on our bags, right? Whoever bought it was directly confiscated. And sometimes uh, one length, like uh, one string of Scoobie was basically popping off from someone's bag. And the teacher was like, this. She saw it and she pulled the entire thing out and she realized they had an entire bag of Scoobies. it was ridiculous but i can't believe how the like how trends just come so easily and you have to like directly hop onto the trend you know people who didn't who were not able to make a simple knot right it was difficult right until you got the hang of it you know like putting this you know like and you know making that knot you were mocked and we used to all look at this one guru who was very good at making scoobies you know like he was very 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 precise with his hands and with his hand movements and you know it was a time to be alive okay let's talk about games played Uh, I'm talking about the games played in uh, school. I'm talking about the games played in your building when you're a child. Let's talk about pen fight. I don't know how how international this is, but I remember in my school we played this a lot. What is pen fight? This is your bench right in your school, uh, huge desk kind of stuff. Two people are sitting right, and this is your desk basically. You put your pen now. Your the your partner or your friend puts one pen. Simple. 
you basically shoot your one end of your pen and the intent is to basically make your pen hit the opponent's pen to make your pen opponent's pen drop off the desk if you are able to do that successfully you get a point that's as simple as i can explain it and i just remember how how much fun it was breaking pens and throwing pens and the people it's <laughs> funny because when we had plastic pens some people used to bring metal pens and i remember when you're hitting the plastic pens to the metal pens the metal pens were so heavy that they didn't move a single inch and the own plastic pens were hit it ricochet and just fly off the desk and the metal pens were like hitting so hard that the pens were flying out of the window right it was a time to be alive the problem was when you're hitting it so loudly when the clash happens it makes a lot of sound so the teachers were furious they didn't want anybody to play pen fights so monitors were specifically tailored and uh, instructed to if you hear two pens you know like you're bashing to each other take those pens and bring them to me right i feel like teachers just don't want children to have fun in school like as i said scooby's ban a pen fight ban they just don't want you to have fun let's talk about stop and party so again a stop and party is a basically a outdoor game played with uh, how many more people you want so the the thing goes like this there is one diner and all the other people hide how this works is after that one person gets the diner he will count to a particular number while all the other people hide the thing how this works is after the diner has to basically find every single person who is hide and say stop once you say stop means you have found the person right now all the stuff Uh, so it's it's a bit more complicated. You have to say the name of the person is hiding, okay? And so that then you hire the the other person gets out. And the only way to make the diner lose is if you come behind from the diner and you smash his backs. You know, like fatak, it was so loudly. And you say party, then the diner loses. He has to go back again. That's the simple plot. It was funny because I remember this. There was this garage we used to hide in, right? We all are putting our heads like this, right? And we're just hiding, you know, like our egg basket at the bottom. <laughs> The funny thing is why because we are it's so dark in here and the diner can't see anybody right to stop you have to say the name of the person if you can't say the name of the person or you say the name of the wrong person it's not counted we all used to just slap the back five six people and he's not having enough time to recognize or stop any of us and and it was brutal right whoever got stuck being the diner and then the person who had the diner was getting bullied so much he used to cry and go I mean I it, it, it was I really felt pity for all some of these people. Playing stop and party. Let's talk about. Uh, I missed another game. Like I was talking about lock and key. Lock and key is very similar, right? Again, played with five to ten people almost. Uh, one person uh, becomes the diner and the rest are big are run. So how this game is played is the diner has to basically uh, go to the other people who are running and has to lock. So once you press the lock, tap the person. The person gets locked. That is statue. He can't move. The, and basically has to do that to every single person. The only way. This uh, game ends. I don't remember how this game ends, but I only remember that the other person who are not locked can make the person who is locked unlock by tapping the person, right? And that's the only way. So, and so that's how the game works. I feel like I'm explaining this for no reason. I feel like only the international audience might be interested in understanding this because the far majority of you we have played these games in our childhood. Let's talk about pinball. Though, and by pinball I mean this old game on Windows. Uh, wherein it was had this uh, you know like that rectangular thing it was purple it had this weird face you know like pinball how do you not know pinball and I just remember spending hours playing this pinball with this classic soundtrack this cringy animations and it was like it just so like you know like moving these things at the bottom those things I genuinely love pinball I don't think it still comes on PCs anymore but when it used to come it was a staple game back in the old softwares. Who didn't love pinball? <laughs> I, I seriously. Okay, let's talk about cards now. Okay, I, I don't know about you, but I've spent a ridiculous amount of money on cards. By cards, I mean those paper trading cards, right? Of different things. Let's talk about first Pokemon. Pokemon cards, right? Pokemon trading cards. Again, everything is on screen, but 
I have spent so much money on cards. I I I see. I feel like it's more of a collecting thing because I genuinely don't remember playing with these cards. Right? We are just buying, buying, buying. You know, like this materialistic desire of holding cards for some reason. And that if you know back then it was just that, right? It was literally just that. If something if these cards are popular, everybody in our society will start buying these cards, and that's that's it. There's not a single more reason, and it's just your selfish desire to have more of these cards. Apart from now, wherein. uh pokemon cards uh, rare cards specifically are getting sold for so much price because they are like scarce or something if you have the first edition and all the special edition and the rare cards and all the stuff you know i i for some reason never got any special card or first edition card or shadowless card or whatever that this rex those cards basically which would sell for something i got the most common cards possible in all the packs for some reason i have no idea why let's talk about slam attacks I don't think Slam Attacks was as big as Pokemon, but still, Slam Attacks is basically all your WWE cards, right? All your wrestlers would be there on your cards, all your rings would be there, all your different types of matches would be there. But this is same. My, uh, it got popular in the building and in the school. Everybody was collecting. Everybody started buying Slam Attacks. This, however, we did play with our friends, right? We used to put all these defense attack and whatever that was stuff, and we did play a fair amount of Slam Attacks. And we were uh, after. I mean, this uh, trend easily, you know, like blew away. That is. After six months, nobody was interested, right? So everybody is basically selling the huge bundles of cards. You can give me five hundred or five, you know, like one thousand rupees. I'll give you all these cards. And some dumb people knew, who didn't knew that these things are off the trend. Just purchase them. So I mean, this is how fast trends come and go, and this is how fast your money comes and goes, right? Quote me. So I mean, and then and I'm not done yet, right? <clears throat> I want to talk about cricket attacks as well. Cricket attacks is the same. Is there WWE wrestlers? There are cricketers on the uh, on the top of in the front of your cards, and there are all the runs and the stats of the cricketer on that stuff. As you know, I spoke from the uh, How to Be Different episode. I'm not into cricket or any other sport for that matter. I don't know why what cricket attacks. You know, cricket attacks cards. I I don't I don't know. I, how dumb can I be? I guess everybody is just hopping on the bandwagon. I will hop on the bandwagon as well. And then let's talk about Angry Bird. Lastly. I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of you don't know, but Angry Birds also had their trading card games, and it's very it's very it's very ironic. I think uh, there was some Angry Birds movie or some special event going on that I actually ended up purchasing Angry Birds cards again, uh, and, and yeah, I wasted money on those as well. So what I'm trying to say is, we should now punch, punch, dodge, uppercut the question of the day. Hey, Ryan, I wanted to ask you, what is your what was your favorite thing you did in your childhood? That's a great question, by the way. To answer your question, as I was saying, the thing that I miss the most about being a child was being carefree, being immature. You know, like not having any restrictions on me and just living the carefree child life. And I, I'm pretty sure you have the same opinion as me. And if you genuinely enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate if you dropped a like on this video to let me know that you did appreciate the fun and the nostalgia that you experienced in this episode. And if there's anything I missed and that you would like to add in, you could definitely do that in the comments down below and help the community to feel even more. nostalgia after they view this episode and with that being said that's a